They're KZOZFM San Luis Obispo. Good morning and welcome in. I was just reading something. Uh, Paul Reed, he's a forward for the Philadelphia 76ers. He's really excited about Capri Suns. <laughs> I used to like Capri Suns a lot, man. They were pretty good back in the day. My kids love Capri Suns. I didn't even know they were still around. Did they just oh, come yeah. back or what? Capri Sun is all about, like, yeah. It's Capri, yeah, no, they're all of it. They're, yeah, that's, that's the go to. Like, I feel like there were a lot of competition for that Capri Sun marketplace when we were kids. Do you remember something called Super Sips? No. Super Sips with Kool-Aid in a plastic jug, okay? And uh, in, they were meant so kids could take to school for their lunch. But it was like pff, maybe six ounces, four to six ounces in a Super Sip, and you had this little tab, and you pulled it off. And the cool thing about the Super Sip was when you were done drinking straight sugar water, is um, you could you could put the cap back on them and you could step on them and it would make a loud boom, kind of like drink boxes. Drink boxes used to do the same thing. If you uh, blew the drink box up, like put air into the drink box, and you stepped on it really hard, it would make this loud pop noise. Are they, it was like a little plastic bottle with a screw top lid. It wasn't a screw top; it popped off. But yes, it was a tiny little yes, plastic bottle. Yes, I do bottle, remember yeah. that. Okay, I do Super remember sips. that. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I had them a lot, but I would definitely remember those. Oh yeah, because you're. Mom probably loved you. I mean, geez. I mean, she got me Diet Pepsi. That's what I wanted. She gave me all the Diet Pepsi I wanted because she, Never mind, take it back. she thought it was healthy because there was no sugar in it. She wanted to know why I was so you know, hyper. Is she? Oh my God! Did you ever? Did your mom use that word? My all my parents hyper but skinny. No hyper. I wasn't a hyper kid. Believe it or not. Well, bad because you didn't drink endless amounts of Diet Pepsi with loaded with. Caffeine. No, I drink super sips. <laughs> Nothing but sugar. Caffeine. Didn't have caffeine and sugar. And I, to, to the credit of my mom, okay, Super Sip was, like I said, in my, the best of my recall, somewhere between four and six ounces. So you weren't getting a lot out of the Super Sip, you know? You and Even I. Even if it was straight sugar water, it was not a lot of sugar water. Have had an argument before about chicken nuggets. You say chicken nuggets is a kid's food. And I say. No, no. No, I don't, I don't necessarily. Yes. Okay. Like, I, I think. I think it was created order, for kids. If Back you go day. to a store or a restaurant that serves chicken nuggets and they have chicken strips on the menu and you order chicken nuggets and you consume them yourself, those chicken nuggets are intended for kids. But that being said, there are chicken nuggets that I'll definitely get down with. No, I love chicken nuggets, especially I like McDonald's always have. But what about chicken there's, tenders? Chicken tenders are now, good. they're smaller than chicken strip. That's a chicken nugget. They just call them chicken tenders. Do they do that for adults? Why can't we just call them chicken nuggets? Yeah, because adults don't want to eat something called a nugget. What? Uh, okay. You know what? I got to tell you, Jeremy. If you like, if you like chicken nuggets, seriously, next time you go to Costco, get the Tyson chicken nuggets, the Tyson chicken nuggets, and cook them up in your air fryer because you have the basket air fryer, right? Yes, I do. Okay. Cook those up, and you can't do like big portions of them. You can't get like a fifteen piece. Well, I don't. I don't know. Maybe your basket's really big in yours, but just only to where it just sits on the bottom, and maybe one or two in some gaps or something like that. Layer the bottom of it, and you cook that thing up. And you, I think it's. Uh, I, I go full bore, and I just kind of eyeball it, like you know, check it every like five minutes or so. I think it takes about ten minutes to cook them up. They're so good, Tyson. Chicken nuggets from Costco in a big ass bag. Like you got to justify buying 
chicken nuggets okay, for the entire you family. Get a freeze. Yeah, as long as you got freezer yeah. on them, you're good to go. What yeah, other they're foods? They're so good. I'll cut them up and I'll put them in salads. I'll put them in tacos. <laughs> I do all kinds of stuff with those chicken nuggets. They're great. Is a hot pocket a kid's food? No. We ate them as kids? No. I mean, yes and no. Hot pocket. Bagel bite? That's an adult. You know the, that's an adult. You know the snack, girl, right? the girl that used to do the morning show on the radio station down the hall when we first moved here, before that radio station was down the hall, it was at, it was at a competitor. I don't know. There was a there was a um, a morning show on that radio station. The what Coast? radio station? Coast Coast. Oh, okay. And the girl, that was her claim to fame. She was the girl that say, "Ah, pockets." Which what one was she? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't even know the name of the morning show. But her claim to fame was, and she probably made a tidy. This dollar was twenty years it. ago. Hot pockets, yeah. Hmm. Didn't we also know somebody now. that did the Ricolas? <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't know anybody that did Ricola. Is a corn is a dog a kid's? You know the guy, the guy that did. Um, you know the the deal with the guy that did the Yahoo jingle, right? Yahoo! Oh, that's what I'm thinking of, yeah. That guy lived in a town neighboring our college town. That's, yeah, and that's he, right. he was a yodeler. He was a famous yodeler. Not famous, but in, famous, in yodel circles. He, like, you know, kind of did his thing. Yahoo paid him like a hundred bucks to use it. He's like, yeah, sure, that's, that's right. fine. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of when you started doing the Hot Pocket thing. I did not and realize that like, you knew something. It's like that, that was the cornerstone of their marketing campaign for probably a decade, and all they did was pay 100 bucks for it? Yahoo! Gosh. Coming right. up later on, we'll get into Petty Fever. We got no, you were going go somewhere. Clark Center. Nah, it's you were going, you were going somewhere no. with your food. I, I you was were more, going somewhere no, with your food. I was more entertained on what you talked about, about the Yahoo no, I need to know what you were going to say about chicken nuggets I, I was, now. I was, it's not even that important, to be honest Yes, it is. I, I, just, chicken, I take chicken nuggets very serious, Jeremy. I know, okay? I know. And it was it's certain foods that are still considered kids' foods, but adults like to eat them, and people just need to back off, and that includes... Corn dogs, bagel bites, and uh, chicken nuggets. What about rainbow sherbet? I don't even know what that is. Sherbet? Uh, yeah, I've had orange sherbet Ice cream? in my life. I've, okay, I haven't rainbow had sherbet, sherbet since I was seven. Yeah, I don't like sherbet. But there are adults I know that like sherbet. I used sherbet. to really like those things. that would They were called push-up pops, and they were yogurt ice cream back before it was cool to have yogurt ice cream. To have frozen yogurt, yeah. Yeah, remember they push them up, push-up pops? Yeah, if I saw somebody walking down the street eating a push-up pop and they are like an adult, no, that's a, that's a, uh, no, you can't eat that. Like, and that, that goes for any candy, like ring pops or anything that is like, like even, I'll even argue, Jeremy, and you're going to go against me on this because you like them. So you're going to find a way to make an argument for it, but adults should not be eating Sour Patch Kids. Oh, I know. It's candy. It's a, it's, yeah, it's. So no, I, I it's got kids in the name of the thing. I eat it, but I eat it undercover. I don't just so you walk do around. So, so you agree? I eat them in a dark movie theater when no one else can see me. <laughs> you put them in a in a like a a bag of real candy, like that adults can eat, right? Um, or I just buy them and put them in my pocket, and then when it's dark in the movie theater, I break them and eat them. <laughs> 
I eat kids' fruit snacks like none other because they're always on hand. Oh, they're so But good. I do the same thing. Like, I make sure that what I'll do is I'll open them up real quick, dump them all into my hand, and then just pop them into my mouth. <laughs> Throw the bag away. I'm not going to eat them out of that bag. No way. Uh, you can weigh in 805-543-3693. What is, the, what is the one or two, or what are your favorite kid foods that you just can't put down? 93.3 KZOZ rocks. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, listen live at KZOZ.com or grab the free KZOZ app. Powered by Hunter Ranch Golf Course. Looking for a world-class venue for your holiday party this year? Show your coworkers, friends, and family you know how to get into the holiday spirit at Hunter Ranch in Paso. Spaces are filling up. Lock in your holiday party now with a quick link at KZOZ.com. And rock with us live anytime at KZOZ.com and on the KZOZ app. Do you, um, when you read a book, which I'm realizing now... This is a bad question to ask you. I've read a book. <laughs> I've read a book. What, the Ronald Reagan book? What was it? Oh, the Ronald Reagan Diaries? Yes, I've read that book. I've read a lot of books. I just haven't finished them. Does that count as reading a book? I'm I've got way. a bunch of books. I've Dude, read I start a books bunch all the of time. books. I just don't I start them. books all the time, and I never get around to finish them. Yeah, one day when I'm re- you know, retired, I have more time on my hands. My daughter, she loves reading books, and she can't. And I was like, hey, you have this Kindle. Why don't you just read the books on the Kindle? Because books are pricey, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you figure, like, average them out. They're probably anywhere between 10 and $20 per copy. And um, we have a lot of them, and I'm looking at her bookcase. I'm like, man, this they're is expensive. Money. They're bulky. I mean, it's they stink after a while. And I said, why don't Kindles we just the best way to go. get the the um, book off of Amazon? You know, that's what they were in business for before they were in the spy business. And um, she's like, nah, I need to be able to turn the pages. And it's so funny because I, I read this thing this morning. It says um, that the actual physical motion of flipping a page in a book can help you better understand what you're reading because you're doing something contextually you know you're you're actually interactive you're more interactive with a book when you have to physically turn the page and go to the next page to read it as opposed to just a swipe of your finger now the swipe of your finger would be much easier or right? the up and down with your finger the, yeah mean, well, however just, you choose to, me to read it's it. the same motion when i read a book i go up to the right corner of where the page is and I always do one of these. So you lick your finger. But you feel. Now, I've tried to read a book on, on the Kindle. And I feel like they did a good job pivoting with the Kindle. Just ask the people at Barnes and Noble. They wish they would have went that route. <laughs> Just to turn it into a tablet, man. Because <laughs> people are gonna, not going to use this to read books anymore. Uh, just ask the Nook folk. Um I feel silly reading a book on a screen. I do. It's just strange to me. But I can read a book, no problem, when I'm flipping through the pages. Like at the, yeah. at the hard copy of the book. I mean, I think books, We everybody was like worried about like books. What was the bookstore over here that went went under and then it turned into a sporting goods store and now it's a shoe store? Uh, I didn't know there was a bookstore. Borders. It was called Borders. They still, they still where's Borders, where's Borders at? Oh, and the Madonna. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were talking close to the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now it's a big shoe. It's been a shoe store for quite a while, actually. Now, if Borders would have just 
legged it out, I think they would have been fine and would have stayed in business because I think more, I think like people read books right. with books than they do on a tablet. I think there's a relationship and very sim- there's a lot of similarities to vinyl records and books. It's something that, you know, used to be a part of our past that we enjoyed. Artwork. We didn't realize yeah. it until we got away from it in the digital world. And then we, we want to go back. And it's like people like to buy vinyl and have vinyl records. Uh, there's a different, there's a, there's a texture to the book. There's just a different feel to reading a book. I get all that. There's a process to ob- 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 obtaining it. Yeah. Like right now, my kids, we pay, I don't know, 12, 15 bucks a month for music service. And they walk into a room, they're like, Hey Alexa, play a song, and then the song starts playing, and and, and it's too easy. It's too automatic. You, you need to it's, cut that. Like you and don't see have it, any. See how much they appreciated what they had when they had it. Oh, that's, it would, that's teaching life would, lessons to the. All youth. hell would break loose. I yes. say, what? Save your allowance. Go down to the record store. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Save your allowance. Pay for the service. Mm-mm. I'm not. I tell you what. Bad. I'll bring the service back if you guys go out and weed the yard. Save your allowance. Oh, I'd pay for the service, yeah. I want them to appreciate it. I used to waste, but I think about it. I wasted so much money on CDs and time, in right? the 90s. I think all the time it took you to get to the record store and then, you know, look around and then come back and, yeah. Now or you drive just, down to Silver Platters. You remember you Silver Platters? Open an, an app on your phone and just say, yep, all right, here we go. I'm actually doing a six-month trial right now on Apple Music, and I've not used it once. I've had it for three weeks. I had a budget of about $80 per week. Um, that I would spend on CDs. Jeez. That's a lot. It's a lot of money. $80 a week. Man, yeah. the music industry used to what get What is your budget for me. your daughter's book collection? Is it $80? Well, she's probably younger than you were. I don't, I don't ever look at that. Um, it's usually like in one fell swoop. Like, it, like we buy like, you know, 15 books and that's going to last over the course of the year. And, you know, well, did, you probably usually right around the beginning of school. So probably probably about 150 right. bucks. So people are going bucks. away from the Kindles, away from the tablets, and they're going back to the hard well, or the soft coppers, the physical it, book themselves. Just like they're going back to vinyl. Is there anything else? Is, like it helps your memory process by doing these kinds of things. Is there anything so you, else that people are going back to that we turned away from? See, I'm the I think to some some extent, I was reading something the other day that said, "Are CDs the new vinyl?" And people are are starting to gravitate back to CDs because of their ease uh, ease of use compared to that of the vinyl. Like the vinyl, you have to have the record player. That's one of the things. Right. <laughs> it's so nice to be able to just touch your phone and play music, play Bluetooth it to your Bluetooth speaker, have apps to listen to the radio station to. Download and play music. You say that, but I'll tell you this. When I do put a CD in my CD player, in my car, it sounds so much better. Uh, I'm not, so much better. I don't care. I don't need it to sound that good, I guess. Because you don't like music. You well, don't maybe like music it's because I'm deaf. Like kids. I, I do. <laughs> well, I didn't mean to touch a nerve. I'm just saying, for me, I don't care. You do whatever the hell you want. I like the ease and the convenience of being able to... Have music at the at, you know, here. A touch. You, I can tell you this with the uh, Alzheimer's study, though. Um, they said that reading chess and puzzles could um, 
make you two and a half times less likely to develop Alzheimer's because you're always exercising those memory portions of your brain. You, like the, the like with anything, with any muscle that you use right. in your body, you stop using it, it's going to break down and not be effective anymore. That's what they're starting to find out with uh, Alzheimer's. So the reading of the book, by flipping the pages, not by reading it on a nook or a, a, a tablet. See, Bart, Hey, Barnes & Noble, there you go. There's your shout-out for the day. Um, <laughs> I was I just automatically went all 2009 there and called it a nook. Um, but uh, and, and also playing chess and uh, doing puzzles. Those motions help you in to stave off Alzheimer's disease. So, just so you know. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. So I got a question for you. If you had somebody coming over to take care of your animals while you were gone for a weekend or, you know, a short vacation and they got into your fridge and they had some of your food and ate some of your snacks out of your pantry, would would that be a big deal? No. In fact, usually we shop for people that come right. house sit, sitting. And, and we you like, probably pay them too, right? Yeah. We stock up the refrigerator a little bit and say, hey, what do you like? What are some things that you like to eat? We ask them, you know, and they're like, uh, whatever. And then we go, okay, we'll go to the store and grab some of that stuff for you. It must be Spend different when you... 30 uh, bucks or so. Yeah, ask your brother or sister to do it because a sister asked her sister to watch her fridge while she went out of town for the weekend. So her sibling came over and uh, both of them are in their 20s, by the way. Apparently both of them don't have, you know, they're, they're 20 year olds. They don't have a lot of money yet. They're starting their lives. They're going to school. And uh, well, so the sister ate everything out of her refrigerator and then t- even took some things um, home. I think it was just a couple of cans of soup. There you go. Yeah. 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 Nice. So her sister comes back from her trip and, you know, sees the animals, goes to the fridge. Everything's great. What the hell? There's nothing there. Calls up her sister and goes, you know, I live paycheck to paycheck. She goes, yeah, so do I. And I was doing you a favor. Right, and and you're not really li- living paycheck to paycheck if you're going on these fancy schmancy vacations, there, lady. Well, I'm it, just, it doesn't say I'm the, she's I'm on the I'm, I'm the hired I'm the hired help I'm the hired help here to to watch your house. I mean, come on, <laughs> I'm also your sister. She didn't say. She just said she went away for an extended weekend. So didn't say where she went or what what she did, but she had to go away for the weekend. So I don't know what the deal is there, but I think this is the only this is only something you would. This is only how you would treat your sister or your yes. brother or family. You wouldn't do this to a friend unless you were very close. And then, I don't know, and you thought they were you know, it's people funny. that took advantage. When we, so when we have people come over and stay at the house, we pay them to stay at the house and watch the house. And then um, we buy them the food. They almost never, ever, ever eat the food. And I think it's because they feel bad that we're paying them and we're buying the food, but we're just buying the food as a convenience type thing. Right, and I've, right. I've had this discussion with my wife. I'm like, why are we wasting 30 to $50 on groceries when we're also paying them and they can just eat whatever they want like they do normally in life, like um, on Monday through su- Sunday situation or Sunday through Saturday situation, depending on how you view when the week starts. You know, uh, it is, it is. Like I, if somewhere I, and I would feel that way too. If I were watching somebody's house, they were paying me money. Then if they're paying me money, it is on me to provide my food. That's the way I would look at right. it. Right. Okay. All right. Well, when I was younger, if, I would, I would house sit for this couple. They were older, probably in their fifties and they would go on vacation for like a week or two. And I would watch their dogs and stay at their house. And she would always make me a casserole. 
she was she was a pretty good cook. And so mm-hmm. I would eat it. And I thought that was really nice. So I thought, oh. So now that's what I do when people stay with us. My buddy Rich comes over. He loves my chili. So I always make a big crock pot of chili. I mean, it's enough chili. That's a good. Four or five, four or five meals. That's a good plan because then that tells him subconsciously the chili's for you. Everything else? Off limits. <laughs> and I usually go to Costco and get that two pack lasagna because it's like 12, 13 bucks. Uh-huh. And I just throw it in the freezer. And I know Not that you can eat on for a long time. Yes, this, this was back in 2021. <laughs> oh, 2021, huh? Okay. <laughs> back I, when things were affordable. Uh, yeah. I don't know why it is that we feel like we can be such a, a jerk to our family when really family's always there for you. She came over. She took care of no, her stuff. Not. So you could leave town. What if, you, what if she wouldn't have been able to do it? Who would you have paid? And how much of that would have that cost you outside of her just eating the food? For you to go online and call her out and try to get a few people on your side, I think you're shallow, cheap. Yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't call your family out on, online. And plus, it's, it's just, it makes, it makes very little sense if you weren't paying. Did, did she pay her? Did she pay her no, sister? No, she didn't pay her. She was just then, doing, yeah. kind of the wrong yeah. heart. Yeah, no. Uh, if, if, if this... Now, granted, the other the sister that was watching the place did take some liberties by taking stuff with her. <laughs> that's the like next level. But like while she's there, she should be able to eat whatever she wants. And maybe she views it as like when she goes to the buffet, she could take some things to go. I don't know. When you do somebody a favor and, for example, stay at their house is the easiest one, and you help yourself to their pantry or their refrigerator, do you feel bad about it? And don't you think you've earned it? <laughs> Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. 93.3 KCOC rocks. How pathetic can some people be? Over the weekend, you know, these people were protesting the war, like a lot. Like it's a big, you know, it sucks, right? So people were like, this sucks. And um, <laughs> the thing is, like, I think people need to kind of like punch up their protesting a little bit because like their chants were like kind of, you know, just boring. They were like, two, four, six, eight, down with anger, down with hate. One, three, five, nine, occupation is a crime. Uh, and I was like, okay, you know, like the cause good but like odd numbers are just not cool in a protest because <laughs> like two four six eight rhymes with like hate discriminate or irate like right one three five nine never mind that there's no seven in there <laughs> why they take that i don't understand that it's just it's not really tough you know it's not tough and then people are like, what do we want? Our troops to come home. When do we want it? Now, right? It's always now. I just think that's really unreasonable. I mean, you know, it's like, it's like, what do we want? Our troops to come home. When do we want it? Well, it shouldn't take more than a year, really. Dumbass of the day. 93.3 KCOC. Okay, I'm going to give you the story and I'll give you the breakdown. Um, Anna Holland and Phoebe Plummer. They're a 20-year-old and a 21-year-old. They belong to a group called Just Stop Oil. All right. They're a climate campaign group. Boy, never have I thought that the world would be better off without uh, people in their 20s. (laughs) They were at... (laughs) And they just stay in their place. (laughs) We don't need to hear from you until you hit 3-0. Come on. They're at the National Gallery in London, and um, Van Gogh's Vincent Van Gogh's Sunflowers painting, the original one, is inside the National Gallery in London. It's 
Valued at $85 million. Okay. Okay. So how are you going to get people to open their eyes? Well, the planning process of the protester is something that I feel like always falls short. They're just very loud, very obnoxious, do, do obnoxious things, but they never really make any progress towards their goal of stopping oil. That's the group that they're part of, Just Stop Oil. Well, they're just supposed to raise awareness. I think that's why they're so obnoxious and loud. So these two go into the museum on Friday morning, throw a can, open a can of uh, Campbell's tomato soup, throw it on the sunflowers painting, and uh, then glue themselves to the wall underneath the the painting as if that's like people aren't going to be able to pull you off of the of the wall what kind of glue are you using i don't care if it's gorilla, rip them off still... the wall just like a band-aid <laughs> don't get solvent rip them off the walls oh you're but bleeding is, out sorry this is where they really suck okay all they had to do is take a can of soup and throw it at a at a picture on a wall it's a pretty big picture you know i mean you could get there i mean I'm glad these two aren't, aren't wasting their money in the carnival game business. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, not the they missed. They missed the painting, and it got a little bit on the frame, so a little bit of the frame is damaged. Um, and they uh, got trespassing charges. But it's like, if that is your goal, make sure that you have better aim. Do some practice tosses with the soup before you go into soup the... Soup is not that expensive. I mean, I know everything with inflation is up, but... Or use a similar a, a similar liquid with the same viscosity, something like that, and practice on a canvas at your house. See how many times, what your likelihood of hitting it is. Get a squirt nope. gun and fill it full of tomato juice. It'll do the same thing, and you'll be more accurate, and you can hit it from a further distance. So they missed the painting. Um, they did. They did. They said this is uh, Scotland Yard said uh, there's some minor damage to the frame of the artwork, but the painting is unharmed. Um, that's what they told the local media. Um, Plummer said that uh, that's one of the protesters for Just Stop Oil. It's a good thing they're not eating meat, because if they were eating meat, there's a possibility they would have had enough strength to get the liquid from the can to the canvas of the painting, causing big problems. But the good thing about the protesters that are in their early 20s now, all vegetarians, they're weak. We can handle them, right? <laughs> they don't get any, enough protein. Uh, she said that she chose the soup um, as the damaging liquid because the Brits won't even be able to heat up food this winter as the country faces a cost of living crisis. Oh so there's, there's, it's two tiered. It's two tiered. What's the cost of living crisis caused by? Maybe people trying to stop oil. This is. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, you know, that's a possibility. These protesters. Remember the one that would just stayed in the tree up at Stanford. Palo Alto, yes. till they cut the tree down. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> I mean, even, hey, even we'll Costco, get you down. We're going to cut it down. <laughs> even Costco gas guy, he had the wherewithal to know when it was a, uh, you know, his 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 cause was just it wasn't resonating. He oh, left. the protester, yeah. Eventually, he did. Yeah. Yeah. These two. Yeah. These two are morons, man. And I, I, I just think, was I that dumb when I was 20, 21? Yeah, I was. Okay. You definitely have changed your opinions about some things in the world. 
Yeah, because I grew up. <laughs> Congratulations, Phoebe and Anna of the group Just Stop Oil, which also should be called Really Bad Aim. You're Jeff and Jeremy's. Dumbass of the day. So this uh, just happened in Canada. You know, Canadian Thanksgiving just happened. Are you aware of that? I think it was in the last couple of weeks. They Look do. at them trying to one-up us. Oh, yeah. Us to it. Yeah, well, they know they're lame, and they're trying to do whatever they can to I mean, be better than us, but they know they're not. It's Canada. Is that because they're, they're north, and they, they can count on the weather being, you know, more winterish than it is here early? Like, I was talking about folks last week, and it was like 80 degrees in Seattle. Oh, yeah. It was you know, beautiful. Seattle, man. Yeah, on, uh, I, mean, I think it was game day. I think it was game day on Sunday, and uh, it was yeah, 80 it was degrees. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It was ridiculous. I saw the weather the morning. I was like, what's the weather going to be like for the game today? It was 75 and sunny. I was like, in Seattle? What? <laughs> what's what, going what, on? what? What? Anyways, so here's what happened. I don't know if this is a true story or not, but this guy said he went over to his girlfriend's house, and they had a few people over, and they asked them all to contribute to the meal. Yeah, they asked for $30 Canadian, which is 22 U.S., to eat dinner. You're making a profit if that's the case, because turkey, yes, Thanksgiving dinner is super cheap. It that's is, why you make the not. food. That, that's why you make gross food on Thanksgiving, because the food is super cheap. You can go to like org. That is not Facebook. That is Farm Bureau. Oh, uh, I thought it was something else. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. I was like, where's the, where's the J in there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a new survey shows and a study shows that dinner, Thanksgiving dinner, up 14% this year. It's now going to be $53.31 to cook Thanksgiving. I'm pretty sure we spend more than that. But I, For a family, though, right? Yeah, For a family yeah. of many? Yeah, we get usually... For like, what, six, eight? What's our bird normally cost? I want to say we get like around a 20-pound bird. And they usually cost around 20 bucks. It's usually a dollar a pound. That's going to be up this year. So uh, if you're getting ready to go somewhere and, you, you know, know that bring something, bring something to the dinner. Maybe that's your way of contributing or a bottle of wine or something like that. But I feel like the last couple of years, because of this economy that we've been in, and now we're, it's inflation and the Fed keeps, you know, hiking rates and, the gas no, my prices definition. are high. Like, Jeremy, maybe everybody not, should just contribute. Maybe they should it's, contribute this year. It's not just inflation. By definition, it's a recession. Okay. I said all of it. I mean, oh, you did say recession? I'm just saying all, yeah, all those yeah. bullet points. Okay. All those variables come into play. I don't know. Maybe there should be. Maybe, I mean, I think you'll offend people. I think people invite you over to dinner. They want to cook for you. You should just be thankful. Maybe you bring them something nice. But uh, I can't. <laughs> this we've talked about this before. We've talked about charging Getting the bill, especially when you invite somebody. They say they're going to show up, and then last minute they bail. Well, you got all this extra food, and then you know. I know you can save it for. Whitney days, opened your eyes to something that's very passive aggressive that you could do. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> I forget. Oh, you. Invite them over to your Thanksgiving and everything, and then after they leave the door, you charge them on Ven- Venmo. You request uh, payment for Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> <laughs> you send them the bill. 
That's right. We were talking about. We were talking about. What were you talking about? What was the number? What was the number? I got to jot that down. Fifty-three. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> when my buddy stuck me with the bill. Uh, no, fifty-three we eighteen. Uh, yeah. And then, and the cool thing is, you can put that little turkey emoji next to it, and it's all lighthearted stuff. Oh, they right? love emojis on Venmo. <laughs> it's a must. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Uh, Dr. Pepper and Arby's are getting into the booze world, and apparently. Mm. I saw Arby's um, fries, the curly fries, at the grocery store the other night. Um, I don't know if I hit the perfect storm of limbs last night. This is a grocery store. just had to pick up a few things. And you know how they have the self-checkout line? The self-checkout line had um, backed up all the way into the frozen food aisle. All the way. The self-checkout line had to be, like, keep in mind, when you go in the self-checkout line, it's four deep, okay? It, it, there, there, there's four to, there's four registers you could go to to buy your stuff. What store were you at? I, I was at the Bonds in the Marigold oh. Center, okay? okay. Now, granted, there's, what, six self-checkouts there, I think, right? There's four. There's four. There's okay. four. And I know this because I was counting, and one of them was down. God, how could one of them be down in this crucial moment? There's 10 people lined up into the back of the line. It was, it reminded me of when we went on lockdowns and you would go to a grocery store and there'd be one person working and that was the only place people could go to was grocery store or Home Depot. And so the line would be all the way to the back of the store for that one person that was working, getting the hazard pay that they asked for back, apparently in some instances. Um, but I saw Arby's curly fries in the frozen section when I was there. And I thought, are those really going to taste like Arby's curly fries if you put them in the oven? Dr. Pepper and Arby's getting into the booze game, but it's a little bit different. Uh, Arby's is actually going with a bourbon, and we'll get to that coming up in just a minute. But right now, uh, Dr. Pepper is getting into something like a mocktail, a flavored Dr. Pepper that has uh, a new artificially bourbon-flavored a plit flavor in it with, uh, you know, savory wood and, and cherry and vanilla and chocolate and caramel. And, um, I don't know anybody that drinks Dr. Pepper or that mixes it with bourbon, but apparently it must be something. You don't know my kids then. That's all they drink. Dr. Pe- I mean, that's not all they drink. That's <laughs> like when they want the treat of right. a Dr. Pepper. They both. So- Agree on not, the Dr. But they're not Pepper. mixing any bourbon in their Dr. Pepper. No. It's interesting, though. I, I found out the other day that, um, you know, the the new tiki room in in, uh, in Paso Robles? Yeah. Uh, the cane tiki room? Um, they make they make mocktails for kids. So you go in there and have, like, a cocktail, like a, you know, Polynesian, like, you know, in the, in the mask, what do you call it, mug, glass? I don't know what you call it. Um, in that fancy glass, you get that Polynesian drink, you know, and a lot of times it has a lot of booze in it. And the kids can I have, have not, I never got that when I went there. I just got a regular glass. Oh, you did? Probably just because I had some, you know, different drink. You're not going to go, bit, come on, man. What do you mean you just had a regular drink? I wanted to drink some really cool rums and make some really cool rum cocktails, uh-huh. and that's what I asked him to do. I said, make me stuff that I've never had before, and I'm not a big fan of a lot of juice. And so uh, he made me, a, like, spirit-forward cocktails. 
Like real men drink, not this. What's a spirit stuff. forward cocktail? That's that means what is your forward What does your cocktail identify as? I mean, I'm spirit forward. My, well, spirit my pronouns forward are, means my, my pronouns are spirit slash forward. Yeah, they don't put a lot of juice and stuff like that to hide it. You know, it's it's really all booze. Like an old fashioned is a oh, spirit so you can taste the cocktail. So you can a Manhattan is a, a sipping cocktail. A sipping cocktail. Sure, right. Sure. You're not going to down it like it's a bunch of Gatorade. Not something that has a soda straw in it for you to right. pound. Not a not a, like a lava flow or something along those lines. Really, that's cool because I remember as a kid I loved drinking yes. Roy Rogers because you know I felt like I was. They put know, a cherry in it. <laughs> yeah, and a little cherry juice. Remember? But hey, you know what? Arby's and Dr Pepper might be onto something because of the. Um, I think the kids have been like like we were. I was exposed to mocktails. I remember Red Robin had a complete menu of mocktails for kids and they're basically milkshakes essentially and but they they called them mocktails because they were a place that served booze as well and people from the suburbs would go there and tie one on a friday night that he couldn't get a babysitter so they'd, they'd bring their kids along with them they'd, yeah you can have a mocktail too go ahead maybe there's something to that for arby's <laughs> I don't know. After a few Roy Rogers, I was I got a little bit older. I'm like, you know, I'll steak coke. It's fine. I don't need to have. Yeah, it. my kids. My I was kids never a fan that. of the maraschino cherry. They they dig the they dig the Roy Rogers only because of the maraschino cherry. Like they're not big like Coke Cola fans because they're Dr Pepper fans, and they will uh, just eat the cherry out of it and not drink the drink at all. And, and I think this is me. A Roy Rogers probably tastes more like a Dr Pepper because it's sweeter. And you. And you uh, pay a premium for that cherry. Mm-hmm. So it makes me, as a dad, very mad to see an empty Coke just sitting there without the, without the maraschino cherry. Say, hey, do you have Dr. Pepper back there? Can you put a cherry in a Dr. Pepper? That would be awesome. Then I would actually get what I'm paying for. Arby's is uh, smoking bourbon now. They're using the same technique they use to smoke their 13-hour brisket. And uh, they'll be uh, releasing this for a limited time, a 90-proof uh, bourbon. I guess it's being made in Ohio, soaked, uh, smoked in American oak. And uh, it doesn't say what kind of, um, I'm guessing it's some sort of American oak barrel as well that they're aging it in. But uh, if they're talking about it now, I would imagine they've already started this process. But what it I usually takes a, a, a couple of years to age bourbon in a barrel. So what I, I don't understand is they're, they're making full regular bourbon, Arby's, and yeah. it's going to be the yeah. Arby's branded bourbon? Do you think yep, that's smoked gonna, burp, Arby's smoked brand, uh, bourbon? Do you think that's going to go over well? <laughs> it, it better be cheap because I don't think a lot of people are willing to try it. Because bourbons, yeah, I mean, you know, they, I guess it's set to sell for fifty dollars. I've it's seen Taco Bell. You can, you can order it online. Hot sauce in the store, like I've seen, like the fire, the different kinds of sauce that they have in the jar, like in a in a, in a bottle. Right. And I always that? thought, oh, I like that stuff. Maybe I should buy it. Then I think, hmm, why would I buy it when I could just go over to Taco Bell and grab it? <laughs> grab packets of it. You were so cheap. <laughs> I did buy the fire sauce. It was really good. And See, it's I'm always, afraid. always out of it. Was it. Is it exactly the same as the yeah, stuff that's the in same. the pack? Okay. As far as I know, it's the same. Because I've done that before. Um, I remember as a kid, Reese's made peanut butter. And I was like, "Whoa! If that's the peanut butter that's in the in the peanut butter cup, uh, I'm on board." And then we made my, my grandma made me a peanut butter sandwich, and I'm expecting all this greatness, and it was not greatness. <laughs> it was just peanut butter. 
Like, what? This isn't Reese's peanut butter? 93.3 KZOZ Rocks. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. KZOZ FM, San Luis Obispo. It's uh, six minutes after nine o'clock. It's Jeff and Jeremy here. Good morning. Apparently, Uber Eats is now teaming up with the Canadian cannabis oh, okay. uh, shop to do uh, to do deliveries called Leafy in the Toronto area. Um, they'll start uh, delivering very soon. Here's here's somebody from the Uber Eats Canada. Uh, first of all, anybody who is ordering cannabis on the app will be prompted several times to ensure that they are over the age of 19 and also to ensure that they're not intoxicated. The deliveries will actually be carried out by the staff of the licensed retailers uh, and those staff of the licensed retailers will be responsible for varying age, sobriety, etc. Um, upon making the delivery as required by the regulations. Yeah, uh huh. Uh, like I'm really going to be given some. Like I'm qualified as a staff member to be checking the sobriety of somebody. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be some training, right? I mean, you're you still Uber uh, Moonlight every once in a while. I haven't done uh, it in a very this, long time. I could see this happening here in the United States, especially in California. Um, but I mean, it's already happening, right? Garden State Nectar, they're a delivery service, mm-hmm. right? So you order online and they deliver it to your door. Super easy. That's how I got my cat's drugs. Funny thing happened last night. <laughs> I accidentally, I accidentally, you know, it comes with a dropper. It's got, uh, it's, it's what they call full spectrum CBD for okay. pets. And it comes with a dropper and I put seven drops in her food every, uh, every night. And I'm thinking my, my dog's a little neurotic. So I think, um, I've been I've been kicking around the idea of giving it to my dog, and uh, I spilt a little on the counter. And my son's sitting there putting together a Lego on the counter, and he goes, "Oh no, drugs, drugs, drugs!" <laughs> well, it's good to know that he knows that's bad. That's full spectrum CBD. I mean, I don't think it's gonna it's gonna really you know hurt anybody. But I I was I was like, yeah, that's right, it's drugs. You stay away from it. <laughs> We've been giving CBDs to our dog for years, and I don't think it really does anything. But, I mean, he's also 60 pounds, so yeah. I don't know. Maybe we're so I, I, I spilt a fair amount of it, and I, I got what I could up with the little uh, dropper thing. On the rest of it, I took a milk bone, and I rubbed it around on the counter on both sides to get up as much as I could. And I said, hey, Pete, come here. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he could calm down a little bit, right? I've been around. Places. It calmed him down. I mean, you know, I I don't know. I mean, he's kind of usually typically calm that time of day anyway. So <laughs> it was, it was a, like what I what I should have done is waited until uh, it's when we go to bed that our dogs are the most annoying. They like want to go out, want to go get a drink of water. I'm like, you had all day to do this. You could have gone out. You could have drink water. Now that we're laying down to go to bed, he's like whining and wanting to go out and get water. And I'm like, dude, come on, man. This is like you had all day to do this, so maybe um, maybe uh, CBDs tonight before bedtime. Yeah, whenever you go to bed, I mean, I just give it to him a couple hours beforehand and let it have a chance to kick in. Or full spectrum CD, CBD, which I guess has a little THC in it. Oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, maybe you know, if he gets hungry, I mean, I would see why that might be the. Case. What is the? I forget. You know this. Uh, what is the one that makes you go to sleep? 
Oh, you know, as far as strains go, yeah. um, it's uh, sativa is the one that gets you all hyped up, and so indica. indica. Indica is the one that is supposed to be more calming and relaxing. You need an indica thing for the uh, dogs. I bet you. I bet you they could hook you up with that. State. <laughs> Can you? Did they make it for like you know dosages of for for animals? You know. I mean, when, I don't when people were taking ivermectin, we were ta- we were accused of taking uh, uh, animal uh, medicine, right? Farm animal meds. Yeah. And I, if I if I give that to my dog, and he'd be like, "Well, you, <laughs> is he gonna sleep for like a days?" <laughs> I would t- I would I would yeah consult a professional yeah. uh, to begin with. That's so. a good that's a good idea. But yeah, no, the, when they when they when they did the delivery, <laughs> that's that's so easy. That's so easy. I was busy doing like six other things that day. And I was just like, hey, I looked him up online and gave him a call. I said, hey, there's the, they set up a profile for me. They're like, all right, here we go. Um, there's going to be a guy comes over to your house in about an hour. And he shows up as I was, it was while I was getting my garage ready for the, uh, resurfacing, which has turned out amazing. And, um, and I was, I was moving stuff around, you know, so these guys can get to the floor on it. And the guy comes walking up and we had a nice little conversation about uh, Pearl Jam because I was wearing a Pearl Jam t-shirt. And then uh, he got back in his car and we, we and he took off. It's cool. Did You did some Uber Eats, didn't you? Didn't you deliver some food a couple times? Yeah. When I, when I did the, uh, when I did the Uber thing, I, I, I had, is the money as good as when you're driving people around? Probably not. Right. I mean, cause you can get a big, it is, but the, it is not, but the, the hassle is a lot less too. Right. You walk in, you pick up a thing, and then you drop it off onto somebody's doorstep. So, I remember thinking, I don't want to do this because the money's not as good. But then after a while of like dealing with people, you're like, yeah, maybe I just do the eats from now. <laughs> it's easy, right? You pick it up, you drop it off. You don't ever have to There's talk to anybody. Only problem is you have to take a picture of it and send it to the guy and all that stuff. I'd rather just open my doors and say, get out. You know. <laughs> yeah. Apparently in Canada, in Toronto anyways, they're going to test this out for a while, see how it goes. This is the first time that a major online delivery platform in the world is delivering cannabis. So we want to make sure we get it right. So we're going to be seeing how the experience goes for the retailers, for our consumers uh, over the coming weeks. Uh, and we'll see where things go from there. So in a country, in a country where um, truckers aren't allowed to continue on with their career if they don't get a uh, experimental medicine uh, injected into them by uh, a government mandate. Um, there is uh, guys checking uh, you for your sobriety and to see if they can uh, deliver weed to you. That's nice. As long as they get the, the jab, then yeah. Otherwise. They're- yeah, if they're not getting the jab, they're not doing anything, right? Nirvana and the Stones coming up. Plus, we're giving away tickets to go to Petty Fever happening at the Collect Center this weekend. More on that and how you can win. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. In hashtag form with Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Hashtag Devontae Adams update. Remember, there might have been uh, legal or not legal uh, repercussions from the league from shoving down a photographer. I think maybe, yes. maybe um, the league do remember that. may be seeing things the way that you and I are seeing things. If this is an ambulance chaser, and they're, they've decided um, they're not going to move forward with any disciplinary action for Devontae Adams until the legal proceedings are have been settled out. Do you know what this guy got, the photographer? 
No, I didn't. I didn't hear anything else. So this is what he claims he he got as far as the injury is concerned when he went to the hospital. Possible concussion? What hospital you go to that says, oh, you possibly have a concussion? I don't know. Maybe you possibly have a concussion. Has you, have you ever heard of possible concussion as a diagnosis? Either you have a concussion or you don't have a concussion, right? Right. I mean, is this guy, is the doctor getting, is the ER room guy getting a cut of the, uh, <laughs> of um, he suffered from, think- from, uh, whiplash and a headache along with a possible concussion. Just sounds like something that at this point, there's no physical evidence that he was hurt at all. It's all whiplash. Circumstantial. The, well, they, circumstantial. They, they've got the di- diagnosis that he's got whiplash. What's whiplash? How do they? Well, that's where you get whipped around. Your head gets wet. But how do they actually diagnose that? I don't know. Maybe there's maybe there's something on an X-ray that shows he, up. It or says maybe he just, suffered from whiplash and a headache. Have you ever have you ever had whiplash? I've never had whiplash. Not that I know of. I'm sure I have at some point in my life, but I didn't know I had it. I have had a headache, and I've never blamed anybody for it. Yes. I mean, just myself. I mean, that, that was a loud stadium. It was uh, a, a crazy night. He was working a, a late shift because it was a Monday night football game. Um, the the stadium was crazy. I mean, Arrowhead's known as being one of the loudest stadiums in the in the National Football League. I mean, couldn't it have been possible that the headache? I mean, I'm acting as if I'm Devontae Adams' lawyer here. Is it possible he could have had a headache from all the noise that was going on that evening? It's a lot of things that cause a headache. But, you know, it could also get one if you get shoved by an NFL player and you hit your head. Next time my kids... You didn't have enough caffeine that day. Maybe you drink enough water. Yeah. Next all kinds of reasons. Next time my kids give me a headache, because I know what the headache for my kids... They're like, I'm I'm pressing charges. I'm going to the hospital. I'm saying, I got a headache. I'm going to press charges against those kids. In other hashtag NFL news, Robbie Anderson has been shipped off to Arizona. He's a Cardinal now. Uh, probably good timing since Hollywood Brown is seems to be down for at least a while, if not the season. We're still waiting to hear. Hopefully, we'll hear something today. Who's waiting? Who cares? I do. D Hop's back, man. Come on. <laughs> Anyways, apparently, um, the head coach of the Panthers says that nobody's bigger than the team, so uh, he's out. I don't know what he did. I didn't see what happened. He was arguing with the. The, the, the new head coach of the Panthers, like the brand spanking new head coach of the Panthers, Ben McAdoo, who was just terrible in New York. This is a dumpster oh, it wasn't fire. Their, it wasn't their receivers coach. No, it, it could have been the receivers coach that he was that he was yelling at. But ultimately, you know, um, he was over yelling at at the coach during the game, and then the coach ejected him from the game. He sent him to the locker room. He did the old Mike Singletary to Vernon Davis thing when he sent Vernon Davis to the locker room. You remember that Niners and then fans traded him the next day. Yeah, that, apparently Vernon Davis is going to pick up his contract. Vernon Davis at least stuck around. Yeah, they need they need the help uh, receiving in the desert. Um, I think they need the help throwing. They do. So Kyler Murray, he looks rough. I don't know. I saw an interesting that. statistic though. Thursday night's game is going to be a fun one to watch. For the first time in a long time, because the Denver Broncos aren't playing on it. Um, the Thursday night game, God, the Denver Broncos, they should give everybody their money back. It's for everything. <laughs> I know, everybody's devastated. 
You watch if you watch a Denver Broncos team uh, game on TV, you, you should get you should get some kind of uh, uh, stimulus or something. They're for terrible. Time Russ time is, lost. Russ has been bad. I almost feel bad because they're doing what they do to them in Seattle. They're running it on first down, running it on second down, letting and then well, they're allowing him to throw on third down. And now everybody knows he's going to throw the ball because they've been doing the same thing all night. First, second down runs, third down throw. Like, I guess I guess last night he picked up a hamstring injury too. So yeah, if I was him, I would pick up a season injury. You, you, you need to, this yeah, thing. you need to, you I'm need out. to. Sit. <laughs> oh, he signed a four-year extension, Jeremy. Yeah, he got, he got, he got, he's getting paid. So. He didn't get a touchdown. So, um, but yeah, um, with the with the Cardinals and the and the Saints. The Saints, the Sibs, I like to call them. They've been giving up a lot of points to teams lately. Um, that you know, hopefully, the Cardinals can find the offense that they lost when they went to Seattle back at home. And I saw an interesting statistic: like Kyler Murray has got an awful record when DeAndre Hopkins is not playing, and when he's playing, he's got an amazing record as uh, wins and losses. So maybe you know. For DeAndre Hopkins, if the PEDs work the way they're supposed to, um, you know, maybe uh, he comes back and then uh, picks that team up off the uh, floor of the NFC West and makes them competitive with the other teams in the division. Uh, hashtag new stadium. It looks like Nashville is going to get their new stadium. It'll be right next to Nissan Stadium where they're at now. It'll be a new dome for the Tennessee Titans. And the Super Bowl will be there very soon, apparently. So what do you need the project's a, gonna cost about two point two billion. What do you need a dome for in, in Nashville? I've never been, I don't know. I mean it, it can get like cold and, and snowy in the wintertime. But tough it out, it's football. I'm tired of everybody getting the dome. Hey, if they don't have one at like, Green Bay, then you don't need Right, anywhere. exactly. Like Minneapolis, I understand, okay? I get it. All right. Detroit, I get it. I, I understand it. But it, like you say, if you don't need one in Green Bay, then really there's no there's no need for the dome. Everybody goes to the dome. It's it it really takes an element out of the game, but then it allows for better football games too. Right. Hashtag the rock. Kid Rock, that is. He's gotten together with another bar, his bar by the name, Big Ass Honky Tonk and Rock and Roll Steakhouse. To Nashville, Tennessee. Yep. Uh, he's now a NASCAR sponsor. Look for the number 99 car with Kid Rock on the side and Big Ass Honky Tonk Rock and Roll Steakhouse right in front of it. Uh, Who's the driver? The driver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, I mean, this is great. If this guy wins a race, I got, I'm going to start watching. I want to see Kid Rock down there. That would just be badass. With the cigar and the big hat oh on. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I can't yeah. wait to see how funny that's going to be. Just yelling at people, um, drunk as can be. I love it. Yes. Don't know the driver because I'm not a hardcore fan, but his name is Ross. Is it Chastens? Chastens? C-H-A-S-T-I-A-N apostrophe S. Chastain? 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 Probably Chastain, yeah. Ross Chastain. He's driving the, the uh, Chevy Camaro. It's now the 99 car. And maybe it's always been the 99 car. That is one. Also, another local bar in the area of Nashville called Tootsie's is uh, gone in on the sponsorship with Kid Rock. So you'll see Tootsie's on the back and Kid Rock on the side. That's going to be one bitching Camaro. (laughs) And last but not least, Drew Barrymore says she hasn't had sex in six years. 
Drew Barrymore hasn't been intimate since her 2016 split from her ex-husband, Will Kopelman. Quote, after two kids and a separation from their father that has made me cautious, I have not been able to have an intimate relationship. Instead, the actress says she's had the honor and pleasure to work on herself. Drew Barrymore. See, I, this is she the. Is, how old is Drew Barrymore? She's the same she age is, as me. She's 47. Of course, we're the same. I think we're very close to the same age. Um, she says, by the way, Jeff, she says she's finally come to the uh, realization that love and sex are simply not the same. Okay. Um, Drew Barrymore is dangerously going down the road of Chelsea Handler by giving us too much information. And she has a show on right now. And I think yes. that people managing her are saying, get yourself out there. Tell people what you're, what's on your mind. <laughs> And all that stuff, but you you got to leave something to keep us guessing on because now she's, to the she's just starting to irritate people with her uh, TMI and that show is going to slowly go the way of the uh, Wendy Williams show if she doesn't watch it. Wendy Williams? Oh, jeez. i Chelsea Handler. I don't know. Oh, I think yeah, Chelsea like Handler's are still, great call. quality people love Drew Barrymore. There's just, you know, something about her. Chelsea Handler, by the way, coming to Vino Rollo's Amphitheater this weekend. Yes. TMI. Friends don't let the friends miss the tour or some. We'll see if that's any good. So no, it's called, and Bon it's, Jovi coming up. It's called the Horny and Vaccinated Tour. Right there. Stop it. No, I'm dead serious. It, 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 that's the name no, of it. It's not right. on the website. It says friends don't let friends miss the show. Oh, did maybe oh, she maybe she changed like maybe names? she changed the name of it because it was called the Horny and Vaccinated Tour. I'm gonna look that up. I'll be back with you on that. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KCOZ.